Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor, an elder, or a volunteer in your local church, Ministry in Motion is designed for you. Our topic today is understanding your word, the Bible. Now, the Bible, of course, a rich book loaded with wealth and instruction, deep in meaning and significance. Today, we want to delve into how do we decipher this wonderful book? How do we understand it? Well, in today's program, we have the director of the Biblical Research Institute of the World Church at the Seventh-day Adventist headquarters joining us. His name is Dr. Arta Stelly. Arta, thanks so much for joining us on Ministry in Motion. Yeah. So understanding the Bible, what are some of the, the key principles that we can use to decipher this wonderful text? You know, it's, um, it's uh, a not easy uh, question because when you go to any uh, religious bookstore and you look at the section that deals with the interpretation of Scripture, you have volumes and volumes on hermeneutics, on exegesis, you know, and many, many and uh, new ones are published, you know, almost annually. Mm. And yet, when you come to interpreting Scripture, you always have questions, you know, and it's, it's, it's not an easy task. Uh, why is it so? On one side, it demonstrates that we are dealing with something supernatural. Because mm -hmm. if the word of the Lord is real, you know, it is really the word of the God, how can you understand it? How can you interpret it? It's above your understanding, you know. It's un unexplainable because you can never explain God. How can you explain His Word? And yet, the Lord has tried to mm -hmm. come down to our level and He didn't wrote it Himself, but He, uh, you know, have, has chosen people in their culture, so that they could put it down to a language that we will understand. And yet, when we read it today, we see that it was written thousands of years ago to a different, you know, auditorium, different times. And so we have this, this challenge. On one side, it's supernatural. It's a word of God. On the other side, the word of God is uh, put or placed in a human vessels, but the vessels from a particular time. That's and right. How to explain it, you know, uh, I would say the very fact that there are so many textbooks about how to do it mm -hmm. really is a sign that it's not easy. Exactly. And, you know, in a local church, there are a lot of people who this is significant for. There's the pastor or the pastors. There's other teachers. Often elders are teaching. Often there's Bible study groups led by volunteers. So this is something that we really need to understand because it's so significant to all the church. Of course. You see, if, um, if you interpret Scripture wrongly, mm -hmm. as a result, you will get a wrong picture of God. And if you have a wrong picture of God, you will uh, very often be an ext extremist in religious questions, you know. Yeah. And uh, the religious fanatism is the most dangerous thing you will discover that humanity has ever seen. Yes. The religious wars and many, many other things. Just look mm. through history. Mm. So it is of crucial importance to understand the scripture. 
And so, um, and then the question remains, how to do it? Exactly. You know, uh, what can we do or can we do it? So uh, I think uh, we could speak about a lot of presuppositions. It really depends with what presuppositions you come to the scripture. Mm -hmm. But uh, what is very important that everything, including even our preposition, uh, uh, must be informed by the Bible itself. Okay. This is why uh, we are the Seventh-day Advent, Adventists, you know, uh, really supporting the principle that was, you know, lifted up by the Protestants, you know, sola scriptura. We say the Bible and the Bible alone, which means that all the ways of interpretation, all the rules of interpretation must come out of Scripture itself. Okay. So this is one of the, I would say, foundational principles. All right. And yet, on the other side, we need to understand, since it is the Word of God, since the Holy Spirit, as the Bible says, was really choosing people and giving them the message, and He has overseen the process of writing. Since he is alive today, mm -hmm. here is the key. So you have a word from God. The Holy Spirit that was instrumental in giving us the word is alive today, and he wants to be helping us. So the key is really never rely on your own wisdom, never rely on your knowledge, mm -hmm. reasoning whatsoever, but in humble spirit, as the Holy Spirit to guide you. So this would be a foundational beginning. Okay. Before you open the Holy Scriptures, pray. So if we were putting together a step-by-step -step process of how to understand the, the wonderful Word of God, you're suggesting the first step is prayer, asking exactly. the Holy Spirit to, exactly. to, understand, to make it clear to you and to yes. give you the, the, the rich understanding, the clear understanding right. of His Word. Yeah. Secondly, I would say, you know, Come to the scripture with a teachable spirit mm -hmm. and allow the Bible to inform you. You know, we can come to the Bible and try to prove what we already have in mind. Mm -hmm. And many do it, you know, and they try to read into the scriptures what is not there. Mm -hmm. But they found enough, you know, foundation for that. And you can see why it's uh, the case that we have so many denominations today. And everyone claims that they are following the scripture, you know. So how to find the right way? This is a question. So the, the first step is prayer. And the second step is being willing to accept the teachings of the, the Bible rather than wanting to impose our views and our thoughts on the text of course, itself. Of course, yes. Yeah. Okay. If you really want to find out what the Bible say, says, allow the Bible to speak to you through the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And uh, here, uh, you know, as we said, the foundational element is the Holy Spirit is alive mm. and is willing to assist you if you will be open-minded and teachable. It's a wonderful promise, isn't it? Oh, yes. And a, more than a promise, it's a reality. Exactly. Now, I'd like to explore with you, straight after this break, some more steps to understanding that word so that we might become a, a better teacher of right, God's right, word. Right. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is understanding your Bible. And our special guest is Dr. Arta Stelly. Now, Arta, we, we know we, we're not going to 
put on a university course here of how to fully get through all of this in, in one program such as this. But we do want to capture the high points of how to understand it, how we can understand it so that we can be a more effective teacher in our local church. So, so far we've discovered the importance of prayer and an open heart towards accepting the teachings of the Bible. Now, it's pretty obvious that there is different types of literature or genre within the text itself. Would you like to tell us a little about that? Yes, uh, if you allow me, uh, Anthony, uh, just to mention that the Biblical Research Institute here at the General Conference has produced two volumes, which are called Understanding Scriptures. And uh, the first volume uh, really speaks about the major, uh, you know, rules, the foundational rules. And then the second volume really takes uh, difficult passages and illustrates these rules. And so maybe our uh, Bible teachers, you know, pastors and elders would be interested. This material is available. Sure. What we can do is that we can put a, a link onto that, onto our website, and people can find that resource. And at the end of today's program, for our viewers, we may even make a special offer for them. Okay. So we'll ask them to keep tuning, tuning in, and uh, we'll have a very special offer for them at the end of today's program. But you mentioned a very uh, significant um, issue uh, in uh, your question. Uh, really, when you look at the Bible, there's uh, the 66 uh, books, and uh, the books um, speak, they have, you know, the same theme you know mm. it's they present us God and how God is in search of those who are lost and his desire to save them and the way of salvation is uh, there and so on but uh, you uh, also can notice very quickly that the literature the 66 book are quite different yes you have um, uh, let's say um, chapters of the uh, Bible that are using like a uh, I would say, uh, if you open today uh, the book of laws, you, you have the same language. You have a, a lot of laws there. Particularly in the, the Pentateuch, in the first exactly. five books of the Bible. Then you have, you know, a lot of narrative, mm. you know, stories. Yes. And uh, then you have uh, poems, you, you, you have hymns, you have uh, parables, mm. uh, you have, uh, uh, you know, when you go, you have the Gospels, and then you have the letters, you have the prophecies, and you have uh, different types of prophecies. Mm. You have apocalyptical prophecy, you know, you have general prophecy and so on. And we cannot, with one rule, interpret all these different kind of literatures, different genres. Every piece of literature has something unique to it, and we have to consider it. Mm. For example, when you take the narrative, the stories, and uh, this is very interesting. Jesus and uh, in the Old Testament, you know, uh, uh, the Lord has chosen a way to present himself mostly through narratives, you know, through stories. And uh, this is also very attractive to the modern person in the 21st century. We like stories, and the Bible is full of stories. Go to the Old Testament, go into the New Testament. But the stories have a unique way of interpreting them. The story has a main trust. For example, I just mentioning uh, something, and describes, for example, the life of David. Mm -hmm. And it's a very open and fair describing his, you know, uh, strong sides, his weak sides. But in the narrative, you never stop of qualifying the behavior of the main hero. You just give the whole story. And other parts 
qualify this behavior. For example, when you read that Solomon had so many wives, it doesn't stop there and say, it is bad, it's not for you. You have to find it out from different principles and so on. So it's just uh, one small illustration. And so you have to really be careful and find out what kind of literature is it. For example, you go to the New Testament letters. There are so many letters written by Paul, for example. Mm -hmm. How to understand them? We cannot interpret them the same way we interpret, let's say, Pentateuch. There is something unique to a letter. You know, I like to um, uh, have this illustration. When we deal with letters, it's like when we hear a phone conversation. For example, I sit with you in, in your room and mm -hmm. you speak with your wife. Mm -hmm. So I hear, because you are speaking loudly, so I hear what you are saying, but I don't hear what your wife is saying, That's what right. she is asking you. Mm -hmm. And so if I would be asked to interpret what was the main thrust of the conversation, I could run into troubles very quickly because I heard only one side. Yes. Now, when we deal with letters, it's the same. So Paul is writing a letter, let's say, to Timothy, or he writes a letter to Colossians, you know, or to Corinth. Mm. And I know, I read what Paul writes, but do I know what questions is he answering in his letter? Yeah. So in order to know that, I need to study the situation in those churches. Because one of the challenges is, is it's, it's not a conversation that's going on right now. The conversation took place almost 2,000 years ago. Right, in, in, right. So there's the historical context to take into account as well as the specific issues that that local church had. Yes, but you know, uh, a person who listens now to our discussion can say, well, then it's so difficult to interpret. Mm. But I would say, no, it's not. Uh, it is and it is not. On one side, the Bible is so clear in main trust so that, you know, even a person without education can understand the salvation plan. Exactly. And yet it is at the same time so deep that the scholars for centuries, now I don't know if there is a science that is, you know, older or uh, more advanced in age than theology, mm -hmm. you know, and yet we have not discovered everything. We keep digging and discovering many interesting new sites. So it is, you know, undescribable, un uh, un um, how should I say, it has no bottom to it, mm -hmm. you know, it's so rich. And so uh, I would say, when you uh, uh, read, you know, the letters or different genres, you read them and you discover the main principle of interpretation from the text itself. Mm. You know, so, for example, when you want to understand what was happening in Corinth, so you, of course, study what Paul was writing. You uh, try to understand uh, what was the situation there. Then you also use all the historical context, you know, and what was there from all kinds of uh, uh, sources. You try to reestablish the picture in order to better understand. For example, when you go to Revelation, the first chapters, when seven churches are described, you yes. need to know what was there. Otherwise, yes. you will not understand the message. Exactly. Yeah. Now, we've, we've covered so far the need for prayer, an open heart, and also an awareness of what was going on at the time of authorship and also that the different types of literature within the Bible, the different types of uh, genre, for example. There's, there's more to this that I would like to pursue with you, and particularly about 
when we approach the text itself, sometimes you can get one reading from it and sometimes another which is confusing. And I'd like to overcome that confusion and help our viewers overcome that confusion. And I'd like to explore that with you straight after this break. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is understanding your Bible. And our guest is Dr. Arta Stelli. Arta, we looked just before that last break at the importance of understanding the, the genre and also the historical background to each of the, the books, the epistles that are written as well. Where would you like to take us now? Well, uh, you see, um, there are so many uh, things you could uh, speak about, and they are all very important. And uh, on one side, as I already said, I don't want to discourage our readers because um, it doesn't mean that you have to be a scholar to understand the Scripture because the Scripture is clear enough. But if you want to have the depth, then you have to really uh, dig in. Yes. You know, uh, for example, um, uh, very often there are some rules or suggestions that are uh, misused. And maybe one of them um, uh, you probably have heard is, uh, is a recommendation, uh, take the Bible as it reads. Mm. Uh, you know, for example, when you look at uh, um, Ellen G. White writings uh, that are um, uh, really so treasured by uh, us, especially when you read the Great Controversy series. It's such a blessing, not only for, Adventist, for the Adventist Church, but for the whole world, you know. I would just recommend everyone to look into these uh, volumes. It's uh, such a blessing. But when you, uh, some people say, you have to use the principles that in the writings of Ellen G. White are quite clearly presented, and this principle is, take the Bible as it reads. Mm. Now, uh, I would like to... Um, caution people, you know, and say you have to take the whole, you know, uh, uh, rules of interpretation that are suggested by Ellen White. It's not the only suggestion she is giving. For example, there are a number of places in her writings when, where she speaks about the importance of digging the mm -hmm. scripture, mm -hmm. digging as a treasurer, you're digging for a treasure. So you have to really uh, dig deep and really um, uh, study carefully. And uh, the pioneers uh, have been, uh, the Seventh-day Adventist pioneers have been an example for that, where they have been really struggling with the word, yes. you know, uh, till they really. So it is very important to understand what she really meant when she was speaking about take the Bible at it, as it reads. She actually was saying, use the common sense, mm. you know. Don't try to, uh, uh, when the scripture has a clear meaning, don't try to reinterpret it, especially when um, you look in the uh, context of uh, allegorical way of interpretation scripture that uh, she was also facing because uh, many uh, surrounding her were using this method of interpretation. So she was saying, use the common sense. Mm. You know, the language is simple, just take it, you know, as it is. But, but if you take, uh, let's say, literally uh, her suggestion, take it as it reads, then uh, you will not be able uh, to uh, understand many biblical uh, truths. For example, if you read some passages about eternal punishment and you say, read it, take it as it reads, you will never uh, 
portray the right picture of God and the right truth about the state of the death, for example. Yeah. You have to dig deeper than mm -hmm. that. So it really doesn't mean uh, uh, limit your knowledge and just take the letter as it says. You have to really dig deep and understand and use your common sense. And uh, sometimes you have to discover from scripture itself because, for example, sometimes it's an allegory, sometimes it's a parable, sometimes you have to take it from the scriptures, these uh, indications, and then use a common sense uh, how to interpret it. So I would caution uh, not to oversimplify uh, statements like this because if you do that you can really go into a trouble and another thing there is a it's a, a matter of consistency mm -hmm. you see you cannot say for this passage I use this rule take the Bible as it reads when it come when I come to the eternal punishment and fire I cannot use this Something is then wrong. There is no consistency. I should be consistent in the interpretation. So this is also a very key uh, suggestions. Whatever rule you use, be consistent. Yeah, because and um, allow the scripture dictate what it is. For example, if you find indication from the scriptures that you are dealing with a parable or that you deal with axiom or with other uh, uh, literature forms, then use it, understand it, and interpret it in the same way. In that context. In that context, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's very helpful. So once again, we're coming back to the importance of understanding the, the, the context and digging deep. And really, sometimes a superficial reading can be an inaccurate reading. Of course. Um, and we need to be very careful of that. Sometimes we want to justify our laziness. Yeah. You know, where you have to dig down. Mm. So just take it as it reads, you know. Yes. And uh, you can run into a serious problems if you are really not serious. And so when you interpret uh, recommendations of Ellen White, take everything she speaks about the mm -hmm. interpretation of scriptures, then you have the balanced picture. Yeah. And that leads us back to that important point where we need to take the whole text of scripture itself. Exactly. And rather than just isolating one verse or one phrase out of a verse sometimes. We need to look at the, the total volume of Scripture. The context of Scripture. Yeah. I would give a simple rule mm -hmm. that I have used in my life. Whenever you discover something in Scripture, try to understand it in the context of the whole. If I discover here something and I think it's interesting, before I start speaking or preaching, I ask myself, is it in accordance with the whole context of Scripture? Mm. Or is it something that contradicts the main line of Scripture? Yeah. And this is a real safeguard. It helped me and saved me from many mistakes. Just this simple question. You know, you discover something interesting, something you ask yourself. Mm. Does it fit? Because the Holy Spirit never contradicts himself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a wonderful experience to delve into this word. When you think about the concept of a, a child can acquire so much information and a rich experience, and yet a person can spend a lifetime studying this book and still every day extract so much out of this book. Right. It is a, a majestic book indeed, yeah. the Bible. Now, we want to thank you for joining us 
on today's program of Ministry in Motion. We hope that you've been blessed as a result and I'd like to particularly thank Dr. Artistelli for being our guest once again. Thank, thank, you. thank you. We have a very special offer for you. As Dr. Artistelli mentioned, he talked about this book, Understanding Scripture. And this is a book that goes into quite a deal of detail, more detail than we were able to cover in today's program. But if you'd like to be one of the 20 fortunate viewers, the first 20 people who email us, uh, we will have a complimentary copy of this book for you. Our email address is feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. That's feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. Send us your name, your postal address, and if you're one of the first 20 viewers, we'll send you a complimentary copy of this. Also, come and visit us on our website, www.ministryinmotion.tv, and there you'll find vast resources for ministry as well. You'll be able to watch this program as well as all the other programs that we've ever broadcast with Ministry in Motion. But until then, may God richly bless you and your ministry, and bye for now.